Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Healthy But Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. If you are new to the podcast, I'm so freaking excited you're here. If you're returning, welcome back, my gorgeous queen. I am so excited for today's episode. We have a guest on the show today. We will get into that in a little bit because before anything else, we are doing our self-check-ins. So if you are new to the podcast and you've never listened, we do self-check-ins every single week to basically just check in with ourselves, take a moment to just be present and just think about how we're actually doing and feeling. So I want you to just, wherever you are, take a big inhale through your nose, just growing nice and tall with good energy through your breath. And then I want you to hold your breath at the top. And then open your mouth and just let it all go. Sign everything out that doesn't belong inside of you. Just line everything out. And then carefully, I want you to just ask yourself, how am I feeling today? Asking yourself and answering with zero judgment, just seeing where you are. And now I want you to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Maybe you don't have to have, you don't have to have an answer, but just, just think. And now we'd ask yourself, what is one thing I could do today to boost my mood and make myself have a good day? And next, I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you have not, pause the podcast and go grab yourself a nice, fresh glass of cold water and chug. Cool? And now, I want you to ask yourself a final question. Is have I stood up today in the past hour, shook it, shaking out my legs, moved my hot bod, and just getting some movement in, in the body. Cool? All right. So that was a little self-check-in. I hope that you are feeling good. Actually, no, I want to ask one more question. I want you to ask yourself, what is one goal I have for today? Okay. That's the self-check-in. There we go. Anyway, I hope you feel good. I hope you feel a little bit more present and just, I always ask these questions because it's really good to just take a moment, stop our crazy busy lives and really check in with ourselves. It's so, so key to success. Um, okay, guys. So I have a really, really just like massive life update. I know the last episode was a soul episode. It was a little bit emotional. I talked about moving to New York City. So I'm officially in New York City and it has been so amazing so far. I feel like I've never felt so at home so quickly. I love the neighborhood I'm in. I've been going to little coffee shops, sitting outside, enjoying just the beautiful weather. I know it's like the best time of the year, which is so good that I moved here during summer because if I moved here in winter, I would be like hella, hella depressed, but we're soaking in the sun. Um, I went to Central Park on what day was that? Sunday and just sat and sat in sunlight and was not my phone. And I was just embracing the present moment. And it's just been like so good for me. I can't even begin. Um, if you are, if you've never really, like, really followed kind of like my life in the past few months, which is totally fine if you have not, I've been kind of going through like a weird mental health phase of life. And I definitely talk more about that in previous episodes. But basically, in Miami, I was really struggling a lot with my social life and I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like a lot of my friends had moved away. I'd go to Miami and I would feel really lonely and sad and I tried so hard to like really do things to make myself feel good and happy but honestly I was at this point where like I'd been there for five years, I went to college there and I was I was so ready for a change 
of scenery, of environment, of people. And so I moved. And it's funny because everyone's like, why on earth did you move from Miami to New York City? Isn't it vice versa? But I, the answer is like, you have to do what's best for you into the day. And for me, a lot of my friends are in New York City and my sister's in New York, my boyfriend's in New York. And I have a lot of career opportunities in New York City. And like, I genuinely was like, you know what, this I've always wanted to live in New York City and this is the time for me. So yes, maybe I'm doing the opposite effect of moving from Florida to New York, but genuinely I'm listening to what I know is best for myself and I'm doing that. So that just goes for like anything in life is yes, maybe there is a trend, a popular decision, but that doesn't mean it's the best thing for you. And I want to get into today's episode because it is so juicy and amazing. So we have a guest on the show. She's been on the podcast before. Her name is Alana Bloomberg. She is the podcast host of the Morning Ray podcast. You probably know her and love her already. I've had her on before and she's just so full of wisdom. Alana is from Toronto and she is a little wellness girly. And we talk about all things transitional phase, moving apartments, switching jobs, whatever, just weird, that new awkward chapter phase where you're like, I feel so out of routine. I don't know what to do. We chat about it all. And we even talk about seeing celebrities in the wild. So I cannot wait to have you guys listen to our conversation. On that note, you guys, let's get into the episode with Alana. My God. Hi, guys. I feel honored to be back here. And I love Callie. So it's just all around good vibes, but I'm Alana or Lan for short. Um, I'm a health, wellness, and lifestyle content creator based out of Toronto, Canada. So I'm Canadian. For all you Americans, I'm your up north neighbor. And I also am a marketing coordinator for a cool and fun creative marketing agency here in Toronto called Mutual Friends. I started posting on socials four and a half years ago when I was in my freshman year of university. And now here we are. I'm also a host of my own podcast, Morning Ray, very similar to Callie's. So if you like hers, I'm sure you'd like mine too. And yeah, I'm just your average 22-year-old girl, single, living in Toronto, living her best life, exploring hot girl summer and sharing all my health, wellness and lifestyle tips. Yes, I love it. And your podcast is amazing. I know a lot of my listeners actually listen to it because I've been posting like some recommendations for episodes on your hot girl walk and they're like morning Ray is it listen to it. So guys go listen to it. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So Alana, I know you just moved before we started recording the episode. We were just chatting about it. How has the move been going for you? So the move has been really good. It was my first time like moving from an apartment to another apartment for I've moved to university. I've moved home from university. I moved from home to my first condo, but I never had to like have a proper move with movers and move out of like a certain place by a certain time and, you know, keep at want to keep everything. So it definitely was a learning curve. And very much overwhelming because unfortunately my family wasn't able to help me a lot. So a lot of it was done by myself. I had some friends help me, which was super nice, but it was definitely stressful, but the movers really helped and they were worth every single penny. Like they were really expensive, but they were worth every single penny. And I would pay that again to have them move. They wrapped my mattress. They wrapped all my furniture and moved all the boxes and did everything in three hours 
which I think is pretty what? crazy. Three hours from, okay, keep in mind my part, my new apartment is like a five minute drive from my other one. So that helps. But from dock to dock, they start counting when they leave their warehouse, which is like a 30 minute drive from where I live to being back. It was three hours. So I think that's incredible. Like they were really fast. So movers are really worth it. Unless like, if you really want to save money and get like a U-Haul or something and you have friends that can carry heavy things, then maybe go that route. But if you don't want to like carry anything and you kind of just want to point, like put that over there, um, highly recommend (laughs) movers. Um, but my move went pretty smoothly. I settled in, in one day pretty much. And it's a week and a half later. So we're like, my friends have come over and it's like, it's like, you've been here forever. So I would say that's insane. Wow. That's crazy. And yes, I can attest that having movers is such a move. I'm actually, I was telling Alana before this, and if you guys don't already know, I'm moving to New York very soon and I'm literally selling all my furniture. I was like, there is no way I'm, cause I was going to literally get a trailer and drive my car up with all my stuff and then sell my car. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sell all my stuff. We're going to start from scratch. So I did not go the mover route this time, but last year it was like a game changer and helped so much. I don't know how movers do it, but they're like superhumans. They just like lift things that I'm like, how, how did you do that? I can't even, I can't fathom. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, like (laughs) if I was moving to New York, I would sell everything. Like even when I was discussing it with my dad, because originally I wasn't going to get another apartment. I was going to like, just like wing it and just like move. He was like, just sell everything and buy it all new there. Cause it's going to be, especially me in Canada, like it's going to be so expensive to bring everything there. It's you'll save money selling and buying new there. Yeah, that's the plan. And like, I'm, I very honestly, I'm really excited to just start from scratch. Like I've had all my stuff since like sophomore year of college. So it's going to be really good. Okay. So on the topic of changing locations and changing environments, do you have any tips for setting up a new routine in your new place? Yeah. So I'm in the process of doing this right now and it has been a bit bumpy because life has just been really crazy, but I think my first tip is to try to start implementing it as soon as possible, whether it be the first morning you wake up in the place or maybe just like the week of really start to get into some sort of routine. It doesn't have to necessarily be the whole shebang, but if it's waking up at a certain time or doing your non-negotiables in your new space, get into that routine right away. And that's the best way to make it stick because your body is adjusting to a new environment. And the sooner you get into the swing of these good habits, the more likely you're going to actually hold yourself to them and continue to do them. So for me, I always have the non-negotiable of getting up, making my bed, getting dressed, and then going on a walk or doing some sort of workout. I haven't been working out yet in my new place. I think I've done two workouts. So I definitely need to work on that side of the routine. But I've been definitely doing the waking up early, waking up at like 6.30 a.m. because I know I really love doing that, getting ready for the day and then going on a walk with a coffee. Um, And I've just been enjoying the slow morning. So that has been really nice for me coming back, making breakfast and heading to work. So just like getting yourself into that routine will also help keep you feeling grounded in your new place because it can kind of feel like everything's up in the air when you're in a new environment. That's such good advice. 
I was gonna ask you so I know like you said you work a nine-to-five job are you in person or are you just remote I'm in person so today I wasn't working in person because I had an appointment an event but I'm in person every day Wow. Okay. So you're, I've seen your videos. You wake up at six or do you wake up earlier? 6.30, but I've been sleeping with my blind open because the air vent is right above my blind and (laughs) I don't want it to be fully down because I liked in my old apartment, I could never put it fully down because I had stuff on the shelf. Um, and I got used to like waking up with the light. So when I put it down halfway, I don't know if this would happen if I put it all the way down, but the vent air makes the blind like tap against the window and then I it wakes me up in the middle of the night or I can't fall asleep well so I've just been leaving it open so then I wake up whenever the light outside wakes me up I have an alarm set for 6 30 but to be honest my body keeps waking me up at like around like 5 50 and I go back to bed because I'm like way too early (laughs) I go back to bed and I'm actually like able to fall asleep with like light in my room um but 6 30 is when I wake up yeah because I like to have my morning before work work starts at 9 30 and I have to leave mine by nine so I have a good solid two and a half three hours before I go to work wow do you ever have days when you're like I just can't I need to sleep yes Yes. And then I'll, I'll let myself sleep in. And sometimes I sleep in like a sleeping could be to seven, sometimes seven 30, sometimes it's to eight. And like, I literally do the bare minimum. And I think I've come to a place where I'm able to acknowledge when I'm being lazy versus my body actually needs this rest. Um, and a lot of the times I end up needing that rest when I forget to take my iron pill. So really, yeah, it makes me before I took my iron pill, I never realized how tired my body was because I have really low iron. And whenever I have forgotten to take my iron pill, which I really don't recommend, I feel like I've been like hit by a train. Like I'm so exhausted. Like I could get 10 hours of sleep at night. I could get like the perfect eight and it's impossible to get up in the morning. That's so interesting. I've Okay. So something I've been struggling with recently is like, I used to be a really big morning person and I love the morning, but I will set my alarm for like 6.30 or 7 and I'll wake up and I'm like, I just can't. I have to go back to sleep. And then I, no matter how much I sleep, I'm exhausted. So I wonder if I'm low in iron. That's like, I've never you heard might of that. Be. Um, yeah. Do you eat like, like, do you have like red meat or like, are you vegetarian? I rarely eat red meat. Do you eat a lot of like dark leafy greens? No. <laughs> So you might be on iron. Maybe. I would ask your doctor for a blood test yeah. and to check your iron levels. There's two different, like you have your iron stores and then I think it's like your hemoglobin or something. I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, but <laughs> there's like your stores of iron. And then there's like the iron, like, like the free flowing iron. That's like <laughs> in your, this is science for dummies okay so you have like your iron stores and then you have like the free-flowing iron and it's okay if like your free-flowing iron is like lower but like your stores are like still high because obviously you still have the iron in your system but my stores were like five when they're supposed to be at minimum 20 on a doctor's standard and 40 on a dermatologist standard um before I started taking iron and my dietitian told me I could have steak for dinner every single day 
and still not get my stores up. So that's why I take iron. What? But get a blood test. They'll it will, able yeah. to tell you. And then if your iron is low, then I recommend elemental iron because other types of iron will constipate you. So go for the elemental and it won't hurt your stomach. I feel like you gave me a really obscure recommendation last time we talked for acid reflux. I'm like pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. (laughs) I was like, what is that? And every time we talk, you're like, you like blow my mind with something. So, okay, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm literally going to get a blood test. Um, I've been wanting to do that because I'm like, something's clearly not not happening in my body that's like going too good. So It could be the iron. Like whenever I'm exhausted, I have to like check and I'm like, have you been taking your iron? I'm like, mm, no, I haven't. So it's yeah, it's been like the weirdest fatigue. I've had it for like mo- like many months now, and it's been like constant. I was like, okay, maybe it's just from traveling so much. I'm gonna sleep for like 12 hours for the next week, and I'm like still exhausted. So maybe that is the cure. But I'll have to like look at and check in with the doctor. Okay, so. <laughs> Back on the topic of routine <laughs> setting, you guys got a little fun fact. <laughs> what are what's your best advice for someone who has no routine or is just totally lost on how to start a start a routine? Find and discover things that make you feel good and it doesn't have to necessarily be something you've done in your morning before or your night before, like anything you know that makes you feel really good and energized because it's your morning, you want to fill your cup up. So think of things that make you energized. And if you can't really think of anything, then go to Instagram or TikTok or YouTube and get inspired. You don't have to necessarily copy someone's routine point for point, like every single thing, but that's obviously like why I love making morning routine content. And I love consuming it because it gives me inspiration and motivation on how to structure my mornings. Maybe you watch my morning routine and you see, oh, she makes her bed every morning. I don't do that. Maybe I want to start doing that. Or maybe you see that I like to drink a cup of water in the morning when I wake up. So now you're going to start drinking a cup of water and maybe you start to do that and you really like it. And so you keep it in your routine, but maybe you start to do that and you realize, hmm, this doesn't really make me feel good or it doesn't make me feel energized. So then you kind of ditch that concept. And then maybe you see Callie works out in the morning and she does like her Pilates workout or something like that. And you're like, okay, maybe I want to try doing that. So you wake up, you make your bed, maybe you have your glass more water, maybe you don't. And then you try to do a little Pilates workout and say, you really like that. And you feel really energized and you're going to keep doing that. Or maybe that wasn't the movement for you. And you're going to try go on this thing that you keep seeing people post about called a hot girl walk. So then you're going to go on your hot girl walk, whatever that means to you. And maybe you're listening to a podcast or maybe you're listening to music, or maybe you don't have anything. And lately I've been liking just like going on a walk and being present and running into Sean Mendez, but that's another story. Wait, another what? <laughs> wait, wait, we have to pause. <laughs> Tell the story now. <laughs> so, um, I hate to break it to all the Mendez fans, but me and Sean are in a committed relationship. <laughs> I keep running into this man and what? he lives he lives next to my old building, but I'm still in the same area. So I keep running into him and I guess our routines are the same. Like he's also a morning routine person. He's like on his hot girl walk every morning. He is. <laughs> <laughs> the last week, this was like the highlight of it all. 
I go to this coffee shop near mine um, and I go for opening and I'm waiting outside. I get there before opening and I see this man also <laughs> waiting, <laughs> but like, I didn't like look as on my phone. So I didn't like look up properly, but then like, so I just like, I saw like a male figure, like through like my side vision or whatever. And as I like, I look up, cause I'm about to go walk into the store. Cause like it hits 8am or whatever. And I realize Sean <laughs> and we go into this coffee shop and I kid you not, it's literally the barista, me and Sean, no one else. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. I love how you're on first name terms with them. <laughs> I feel like I have to be at this point and I keep telling myself I'm gonna like say something to him but I literally have a panic attack every single time I'm in this man's presence because he's just so beautiful and like I just he probably thinks you're stalking him he's like oh it's my morning stalker like I don't know what to do like and then this morning um because now like all my friends keeps like asking me like do you see Sean this morning and I was like no I didn't see him like I think he might not be here anymore (gasps) And I'm sitting in the park because lately I've been like liking to like just do a slow morning and walk and sit in the park. And sometimes I run into him in that park, but like I hadn't seen him this morning and I had been sitting in this like, um, like chair, like we call them Muskoka chairs. I don't, I think in the States they're just called like cottage chairs or something. I don't know. They're like the wooden chairs that like lean back, whatever. So there's (laughs) like chairs. No, it's not a rocking chair. It's like, And I'll show you a photo afterwards, but you can Google Muskoka chair and I'm sure it will come up and you'll understand what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's like you guys calling folders duotangs or (laughs) pencil crowns. Actually, no, colored pencils are called pencil crowns. I lived in Canada. Like, I know these things. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that what? Well, anyways, we need to finish the story. So I'm Ah, sorry. in this chair and I was like, my friend had like messaged me. Did you see Sean? I'm like, no, like he's not here. Like, whatever. Like, I'm just doing my thing and I like half an hour me sitting on this chair like I didn't see like I don't know I was like just on my phone answering emails and whatnot enjoying the sun watching the million dogs around me there were so many golden doodles and I was like so amazed (laughs) and I know we said that this is gonna be a short episode but (laughs) oh no no it's never (laughs) (laughs) I kid you not I get up and I turn around to my left shoulder to go back like towards my apartment (laughs) and at the bench like slightly to my left is Sean and his mom and (gasps) I'm like pretty sure it was his mom like I've only seen one photo of her I'm just gonna assume it's his mom you're like yeah we're on family terms I know his family I know his mom (laughs) we're friends we say hi every day. This is somehow going to get back to him. And I'm, I don't know. He's <laughs> actually the male person that listens to the podcast. Imagine. That's why okay. he hot girl walks every day. <laughs> so I literally like normally like I'm fine. Like I don't like my mouth doesn't drop like nothing. Like I just like I smile at him. Like we make eye contact and it's like fine. Kid you not. I turn <laughs> over my shoulder. And I'm 100% confident that my jaw dropped because I was not expecting that. (laughs) And I just, I stopped in my tracks. Like, I was like, I was so confident to just like go back home. Like, I was like, I'm getting up, I'm going home. And I was like, I'm not seeing Sean today. Like, it's just not in the cards. And turn around the corner, not even like two seconds into getting up. He's just casually sitting there. And we made eye contact and my mouth was fully open. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like what is this girl doing and now his mom knows like because he 
He's like, oh, mom, that's just my stalker. Maybe he's stalking you. Like, maybe that's kind of how I want to start the conversation with him. Like, I want to introduce myself to him and be like, we keep running into each other. I think like you might be stalking me like I'm Alana or something. Yeah. Like, what's your name? Sean, I've never heard of you. I'm you. Like, who are you? Sorry. <laughs> he pulls like you. You have him add his number to or his Instagram to your phone. It's like Sean Mendez fan page. Sean Mendez. <laughs> Sean Mendez mom. <laughs> All about Sean. <laughs> Stalkers for Sean. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be so funny. Okay, so random because like. Now they're on the topic. Something kind of similar happened to me with Harry. Do you know Harry Jowsey? Yes. Okay. So last year he was like my hella big celeb crush. I watched Two Outs a Handle and I was like obsessed with him because he was Australian and like I listened to his podcast all the time and I was like, oh my gosh, I love him. So I go to LA in May. Literally this time last year this happened. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to run into Harry Jowsey. Like this is going to be a thing. So my friend Jazz, she goes to Dog Pound and she was like, Kelly, do you want to come to Dog Pound with me? And I was like, no, I don't really want to go. Whatever. She comes back and she's like, Kelly, you're never going to believe this. Harry Jowsey was doing abs at Dog Pound. And I was like, what the heck? Like, of course, the one day like I was like, I'm not going to work out. Harry Jowsey's there. <laughs> so I'm like all upset. But I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Like, we're still going to run into him. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> so, of course, little stalker me goes to his Instagram stories and sees that he is on Rodeo Drive. I'm already at, the, like, the near vicinity. And it just, like, happened to be, like, it wasn't like I, I didn't know that already. I was already in the area at Aloe in, like, Rodeo Drive area. And I was like, oh, I think he potentially might be in this area. I have no idea. Whatever. And I was starting to lose hope. It was, like, the last day before we were leaving. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to see this guy. So we're walking, me and my friend Carolina, and I'm not even joking you. There's like a massive mob of people. I look across the street and I see this. I spot, I spot Harry Jowsey from across the street. And I'm like, I grab my friend. I'm like, we got to run. So I literally run across the street and I get like two feet away from him. His back's turned to me. I get like all awkward and shy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I literally don't know if I should say something. Like, I don't know, whatever. So my friend's like, you have to say something. Like, we literally chased this man. Like, we found, like, we didn't find him, but, like, he's right here in front of you, Callie. And I literally got the nerve. I was like, hey, Harry. <laughs> like, so casual. I don't know. I black out at this point. I this like, the next part of the story is, like, all filled in by my friend. He turns around, and he's like, oh, hey. I was like, I listened to your podcast. And he's like, oh, cool. I was like, can I take a picture with you? I was like fangirling and he literally comes over, presses his face against mine and takes a picture with me. And I like completely was black out at this point. And like after that happened, I was like actually shaking and I was unwell. And yeah, so that was my celebrity law of attraction moment. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that literally everything in my vision board has come true this year. And I have this like boyfriend section, like love romance section and Sean's hand is in it. And um literally so, like is it the universe like Lana Mendez <laughs> <laughs> when she manifests Sean Mendez from her mood or not mood board vision board <laughs> when you get that specific <laughs> like am I a witch like I'm convinced <laughs> 
That's so funny. I can't. Well, okay. Keep me posted on how this love story happens. I hope you have the nerve to strike up your conversation. I think your pickup line's great. I think it's like casual and chill and like, I just keep seeing you around. So keep me updated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay. So getting back to our conversation <laughs> topic of the day. Hello. We had like a full conversation about celebrity crushes. Like it's like amazing. Um, okay. So I have a question for you. For all of the listeners who maybe just graduated college or have completely moved cities and are just entering an entirely new chapter in their lives and they're just like feeling overwhelmed, how would you say that, like what's your best advice for just finding presence in a very overwhelming moment? Yeah, so this has been something I've been trying to practice more. I feel like we're always thinking about the next step or what's happened in the past and comparing whatever we're, we're at now to those places, opposed to just being like present and appreciative and like aware of what's happening right now. So I've been trying to at least one moment every day to just like pause, like not be on my phone, not be having a conversation with someone, but to just like stand and observe everything based on like what I'm seeing in front of me, how I'm feeling um, just like my emotions, like mind, body, soul. And that's been helping a lot. I know it sounds like really like foo-foo, but it like really helps you practice like gratitude and being present and still. And like, you can do this, like standing, you can do this sitting in a park bench. Like, honestly, I've been doing it a lot on the park bench, (laughs) 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 but also like in my apartment a lot because it's like made me realize like how far I've come from like the girl in her dorm room who was crying and so anxious. So just like be really present and take a moment to like take a deep breath, take in your surroundings, take in your feelings and thoughts. And that honestly helps calm you down because it takes you away from all those like anxious thoughts of like, what if, or like I have to get X, Y, Z, a million other things done. Um, so that's super helpful, but also like communicating, communicate to your support system, whether they're physically in the same city as you, or even if they're in another city, like communicate that with them. Um, if you got a new job, like try build that like a relationship with your boss and your coworkers and like, they can become your support system. Like building that relationship with my boss and my coworkers has been like an incredible thing. And like most likely like those people live somewhat near you. So, you know, you have someone to go to if God forbid, like you need someone, um, especially if you don't have friends yet in that city, but just to like take things day by day and to break down those super big tasks into smaller, more bite-sized, um, tasks to do. So say like you need to quote unquote, settle into your apartment. Okay. What does settling into your apartment look like? Okay. I need to build the furniture. What furniture do I need to build? Okay. I need to build my dresser. I need to build my media unit. I need to build my bar cart or something like that. Um, I need to get groceries. When am I going to get groceries? Am I going to go pick them up? Am I going to order them? Um, am I going to get like a meal delivery service, like hello fresh or like anything like that? Um, just like really break everything down. And I really encourage you to write it pen to paper. Don't just use your notes app on your phone. Don't try to hold it in your head. Like grab paper, find paper, go grab, buy a notebook, order it on Amazon. You have, there's so many different ways to get a notebook, grab a pen, 
and just like write it out. And even if you don't look at that list ever again, just the act of writing it out and seeing it visually in front of you in that moment can really help calm you and make things seem less overwhelming. But also like really remind yourself like this feeling super temporary and you're going to be so grateful that you made this decision to move to this new city, to take this job, or even if it's in the same city to move to this new place. Um, and it will all feel like super at home again, really soon. And just like be comfortable and knowing that that's going to happen. And if you're worried about like not making friends or anything, all it does, all it takes is one meeting one person because that person I'm sure is connected to someone else. And maybe that person is connected to another person. And maybe those four people now are your friend group. So it really only takes one person encourage yourself to be outgoing and talkative to other people. And maybe those people won't be your people right off the bat, but they will help bring you one step closer to your people and encourage yourself to say yes, maybe a little more often than you would, because the sooner you start saying yes more, the more likely you're going to find your people and like feel more grounded and like you have a community here. Um, And don't be like scared of like saying yes to someone who maybe you don't think is like your type of person or someone who looks like they would be like in your circle because you'll never know, like they can really surprise you and you shouldn't always judge a book by its cover. Absolutely. That's insane advice. And like, I want to add on to that. I don't know if you listen to the Skinny Confidentials podcast, but I recently listened to an episode she had on navigating your twenties. And one of my favorite tips that she said, and the girl I'm saying who's she is, her name's Lauren. Um, she said that something that she always recommends whenever you're going through a point of change or you have a big task ahead of you is focusing on just doing at least one thing a day that's going to move the needle. So it's just taking it in small baby steps. Like you were saying, like we were saying, and it's like, Moving is a big thing and you're not alone in the struggle and the overwhelm. And it's, yes, like it's going to take a lot of energy, that time of reaching out, making new friends. Like whenever you meet a new person or make a new friend, the very first few times you hang out is going to require the most energy in that friendship. Mm -hmm. Because like once you eventually get more comfortable with the person, it becomes less of an, oh my gosh, like I've put myself together. I have to really be like, asking like really, really good questions and getting to know this person. It's like a big, it's a lot of effort making new friends, but like once you find your people and it's, it's not an overnight thing, like people who have massive friend groups or have like multiple friends, they didn't just become best amazing friends in one day. So it's like taking time and just making friends with people who inspire you and finding people doing activities and having similar goals that you have. And there's like different Mm -hmm. groups you can join. Like I'm moving to New York city and I'm going to definitely do my best to like make a group of people, like bring together a group of people to go on walks together and do workouts and whatever, do things that are really wellness related. But there's so many Facebook groups out there that you can find groups for. I know my boyfriend found one for like ultimate Frisbee in New York City. Like there's literally a million million things out there. So yeah, that's just like the thing is just take it one step at a time. Like Elena was saying, it's not going to be something that happens in one day. Yeah. And even to like add on to like the groups thing, like go to if say you like keep finding yourself going to this one coffee shop, like and you see the same person there, like maybe spark up a conversation with them. Like clearly you have something in common. Like you might have more things in common, or maybe you're going to, you found this cool new Pilates studio and you keep like seeing like the same people there, or maybe you really like one instructor's class. And she seems to be like 
around the same age to you, like talk to her or him or like whoever and like get to know them and like start to build a community with that because I've made so many friends, honestly, through going to fitness classes and like becoming friends with the instructors. And then I get to hang out with them or even like my hairdresser, like my hairdresser, Nicole, like I literally just had coffee with her. Like she's turning into a friend. So, and like, I talk to her about boys and she talks to me about boys and like, we give each other advice and like, like who would have thought like now I have that support system and like same with like, there's two girls who I go to their workout classes and like, I've become friends with them as well too. And like, we talk all the time and like, I met like their boyfriends and like everything. So like anything is really possible and you can make friends in so many unique places. It doesn't necessarily have to be at school or at work. Um, there's so many other avenues to make friends and it really, really only does is take one person. Yeah. And sometimes it feels awkward to go up to somebody or you feel like you say something that you're like, wow, I really don't know why I just said that. Every person has those moments. Like you're only human. And I know I've had so many moments with like podcast guests where I'm like literally so nervous and say something that I feel so uncomfortable. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, nobody cares into the day. And one thing that you say is not going to affect that person's entire opinion of you. If it's like, socially awkward sounding in quotations. So, and once again, like if it's someone who is meant to be your friend, they're going to like your vibe, your vibe attracts your tribe and it's just being true to yourself and not caring, just not caring about popularity or about having a million bazillion friends. Like sometimes I've learned after getting a full-time job last fall is that like all of a sudden You don't have as many hours in your day for social activities like in college and you don't have as much time for meaningful friendships with 20 plus people like you did in college so it's like getting really really not exclusive but like narrowing down who you want to be close with and Mm -hmm. realizing like it's okay if you don't have a massive friend group like i don't and i know so many i don't yeah it's like I think it's like normalizing that in college, it feels like we have sororities, fraternities, all this stuff. But once you're an adult out of school, like it's not as common to have like a huge group of friends. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. So I had like another question and I'm really annoyed because I just like fully forgot it. But <laughs> if it comes to me, um, I will ask you. But do you have like anything else you want to add on about change moving transitional time just take in every moment as it happens and just like do what you can to keep the pen moving forward or the needle moving forward and just know that like these feelings of feeling overwhelmed or lost or unsure only temporary and what's meant to be will be and what's not like like it's just like life is life. And like, we all go through these periods of like highs and lows. And in order to know where the highs are, we have to experience these lows and change and growth is uncomfortable and it's good. Like you shouldn't always be comfortable in your own skin and you'll feel like so amazing. Like once you get past like that growth period into like more of your plateau and then like, you'll grow again. And like, you want to keep growing and evolving as a human. So just like taking everything as it's happening lock it into your memory. And I would journal about the process, like do mind dumps and like write everything down that's happening, the good and the bad. So you can look back on it. I've been doing that. I've always done that. And it's really crazy and wild to read back on things that in that moment felt so big and overwhelming and like the worst thing in the world. 
and like you were literally bawling your eyes out too. And now you read back on, you're like, oh, that's nothing. Like we've come so far from that. Like even like whether it's like things with like relationships or like flings or like girl drama or like friend drama or like something that happened at work, like it can feel so big in that moment and just know like one day this is going to feel so little and that's not to invalidate your current feelings, but just know that like you are so strong and you're going to get through this and everything happens for a reason and you don't lose anything that's meant for you. Yes, absolutely. I have, I do like voice memos. I haven't done it in a long time, but when I was going through my really intense breakup in the fall, I would voice voice note check in with myself every day. And like, I look back on them sometimes when I'm feeling low because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have come so far and just feeling accomplished and proud of yourself for how much you've grown as a person. And regardless if you have hit your big goals yet, like just the fact that you are still alive and moving forward every single day and taking care of yourself to the best of your ability is accomplishing something. And it is so much to celebrate. So just lighten up on yourself. Like you're going to make it, you got this. And the transitional phase is uncomfy, but it seriously shapes you so much. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have said it better. Wow. This conversation was so amazing. (laughs) I feel inspired. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast as always. I'll have to have you on again (laughs) because you're amazing. Um, Alana, where can my followers find you? You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube under Alana Bloomberg, A-L-L-A-N-A-B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G. And then my podcast is Morning Ray. Amazing. Guys, go check her out. Seriously. Her podcast is so good. I love your podcast. And I, I miss you so much. I hope that we can see each other in person again soon. So come to the city. And I really want to come to Toronto. You're in Toronto, so, right? Yes. I really want to come up. I keep hearing good things. So maybe you'll make a trip up and we can say hi. We'll have to. I can stalk stalk Sean with you. (laughs) Dead. Dead. That's amazing. Please keep me posted on that. (laughs) I will. I swear every single time I post like a photo of me on my Instagram feed, my followers, because they know, they will tag him. (laughs) He's like, he probably knows at this point. You should buy him a coffee. Like if he's in line, you should get his coffee or something. Okay, that was my plan. Like, so know how, like when I went into the shop that day and he was behind me. So originally I was like thinking maybe I'll buy his coffee. And I was like, no, I won't do that. And then the next day I was like, I'm going to do that. But then the order was all wrong. Like the order of people, like there were more people in the store and he ended up buying coffee for the person in front of him because their card wasn't working. But my plan was like, if we went into the store and it was like me and then him, I'd be like, I'll pay for the guy behind me's coffee oh my gosh okay well let's hope that happens and you have your opportunity let's hope let's pray i will keep let's pray (laughs) amazing amazing all right well thanks so much for coming on the podcast thanks everyone for listening i hope you love this episode and i hope you have the best day ever everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.